0: hello what's up how you doing how you feeling what i do welcome back to the jones chronicles my name is christina i'll be your host for this evening as we discuss news gossip random facts and a little bit of history it's been a good week it went fast memorial day made it only a four four day week it was not fry pay, but it's all. No, actually, it was fry pay. Oh, it was fry pay. What am I even talking about? So I got money in my pocket. My daughter just finished her last day of seventh grade, is now heading into eighth grade. And that requires me not to have to drive to a school that's not in my district because that's the school she chose to stay in. And now she will be having public transportation or at least a school bus not public actually at all just the yellow school bus that's going to show up and pick her up and that's going to allow me to sleep in sleep in those extra 45 minutes and does not require my half an hour lunch break to be spent driving to pick her up from school instead of taking some much needed time away from my computer because as i stated in another podcast i literally wake up in the morning and i've been putting on this song every single morning to get myself in the mood you can hate me now qb but i won't stop now real niggas i can't stop now brave honks you can hate me But to also celebrate her age, she's going, and the fact that this is the last week, I am on mama duty, it's summer break, y'all know what that means. In four days, for two months. My baby is going to be her father's problem. <laughs> I am going to get some much needed me time. It's been uh it's been no break since September and I'm not complaining. I'm never complaining. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Mm, oh my god. Stop fucking lying. You I'm lying? Always lying. But that is neither here nor there. Yeah, girl about to go into full relaxation mode. And I am so looking forward to it. Are you looking forward to some news? Let's get into it. <laughs> a child sexual assault suspect who allegedly killed a private investigator is shot dead by Texas police. We're hot. Guess what? You're not. You are dead, dead, dead. I mean, if you're going to save people taxpayer dollars, this is the person you can waste said bullet, not waste, but use said bullet on. Y'all know how I feel about any child predators. That is the only type of people I'm like, yeah, not for the death penalty but those motherfuckers gotta die we tired of playing with your ass nigga today your ass is gonna die bitch say goodnight, motherfucker also love that they have to put in there allegedly because he hasn't actually been tried and convicted in a court of law even though like clearly he did it the commonwealth of massachusetts has agreed to a settlement that would pay back fees associated with legal cases probation and fines for tens of thousands of people who were wrongfully convicted of drug charges according to court documents roughly 14 million dollars is estimated to go to about 31,000 people whose criminal convictions were vacated hey bro what oh my god as i am going into or getting into or falling into i don't know what the right word for it is into my new interest in true crime i'm coming across a lot of cases where i have no fucking absolute (laughs) faith in the court justice system (laughs) particularly on drug charges right because we know trumped up drug charges or small drug charges can land if you are black or brown in this country some decades off your fucking life versus if it was carlton from say beverly hills he probably would just get a fine and some community service but there are a lot of black and brown people in you know in jail for carrying bud right it's just the silliest things and yet you hear i can't tell you how many court cases and they're all caucasian where they have committed murder and on the rare case on the very rare case particularly if you do it in other countries your ass is out in your lifetime like 15 they'll give you 25 years to life and you're out at 15. it's ridiculous <laughs> how the system is so rigged because of the money that these prisons make and the absolute um disinterest and trying to rehabilitate that's not what they're there for they're there to work for the private institution because the prisons are privatized so they use those people for free labor for millions of corporations and it's it's very infuriating but massachusetts also has an infuriating high price in regards to its rent and home ownership like what the fuck dude now me looking for somewhere else to live in this country besides ohio or indiana because neither are working are gonna work out for me i have really been honing in on massachusetts boston boston massachusetts i guess it doesn't matter which way it goes because it has out of all the places i've seen uh a is not in the south I am not going to the South. I'm sorry. Atlanta, Georgia was high up there, and I was like, no, no. Oh, don't do it. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Before you judge me, let me speak. It's too fucking hot over there. I've been to Georgia quite, a, well, twice, and it, it's hot. I can't do it. I cannot. <laughs> I've been to an Atlanta Braves game. I, I've, I've, was that Washington? No, it was Atlanta. No, yeah, it was Atlanta. Cause it's l- atlanta braves though but i i know a lot of people that moved to atlanta that are all black and i understand that's really helping the politics in the state as they are simultaneously trying to revoke said but i feel because that's a whole other conversation but i also feel as if looking for other places that are also welcoming of the black community that has a low crime rate like fitting all these criteria and black being on top of that the you know number one of do we welcome you there are not a lot of places that aren't segregated for black people to go in this country there's like i know there was a a comedy bit i can't remember who was saying it but it's actually true it's like 50 fucking states where black people live in maybe about 10 12 13 at the most <laughs> the rest we don't go to we're not a part of we're not i think it was dave Chappelle. We we have nothing we don't we don't move to those places and thus when you are as a black single woman looking for some place to live it's just where my people is and i'm not saying i don't want to be where my people is but i want to don't want to be everywhere my people is and i don't want to be in the fucking south because it's it's too damn hot see how much i bitch and complain when it gets like 85 degrees i'm like oh my god i feel like i'm on a plantation right now 911 also that's really a sad number of people who've been wrongfully convicted let's 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 talk about that as well (laughs) because that's that's a problem but it's good to see that there are there are actions in place that they're trying to address that the injustice of it all a 911 dispatcher who mishandled a call from a buffalo supermarket manager during the fatal may shooting was fired on thursday the Erie County Department of Personnel confirmed to see it in. The 911 dispatcher, whose name was not released, had been on paid administrative leave, which is always what they seem to have. Since May 16th, the department confirmed a hearing was held on May 30th to quote unquote terminate the 911 call taker who acted totally inappropriately, not following protocol, according to County Executive Mark. Polling carts i'm glad that they are choosing to take some disciplinary action but it ain't on just the 911 caller there should be some cops or somebody's boss uh that was on the scene that should definitely be stepping down from whatever position they are in because i everything i read about this is just a nightmare just an absolute clusterfuck of nightmare and the the idea that there's something that could have been done to save more lives is is even more traumatizing to those that lost their lives rwandan-born french actress sonia roland has been placed under formal investigation in france following her indictment in a probe into the huge fortune of the late Gambonese president omar bongo which prosecutors allege includes ill-gotten assets. Roland was the first African-born winner of the Miss France pageant in 2000 when she was age 22. In 2003, the beauty Queen received an apartment in Paris as a gift from Bongo with the real estate valued at about 8,000 euros, over $850,000, according to the French newspaper La or le parisian i think that is that's better le parisian i'm still working on my french uh that is uh some french gossip news for you (laughs) i didn't put it in the gossip section but it was news for them and lastly putin reportedly has cancer if you google up cancer and Putin there's gonna be this this uh this photo of him that looks like you know I feel bad for anyone who goes through cancer treatment but in this particular case uh it definitely is warrant a google search because the minute you see his fat ass head yeah that's 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 some cancer right there but um let's head over to the gossip center not much to report this week it was kind of dry anything that i thought uh, was mildly interesting britney spears is engaged and i only mentioned because my late cousin robert was totally into her And thus, it being Pride Month, I wanted to honor his memory by shouting out one of his favorite singers and her happiness. So, on behalf of my deceased cousin... saw this picture of her when she got really 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 tan and i don't understand why people want to be so tan that they want to be black and it's not natural black it just looks like you're in blackface like that's not that's not okay that's when you've gone too far my baby boo chris evans has a charity sweepstakes on to win a movie date with him to the premiere of the gray man proving once again men can be that hot and that humble though i still remain cynical deep in my soul but seriously go to his uh twitter page and you will be you'll be directed to the sweepstakes and i'm sure a lot of people's going to spend a lot of money on that and <laughs> it'll be for a good cause and lastly i heard jada spoke out jada pika smith shut up just shut up shut up shut up just shut up shut up Which that in itself would not have been worth mentioning. However, Vivica A. Fox responded and called her self-righteous. Amen to that shit. But also, like, you can't talk. You've been a mess since 50 destroyed your insides and made a song about it. It's like calling the kettle black. Facts don't care about your feelings. You know what time it is. This is a 5 o'clock free crack giveaway. Random facts. number one the hundred folds in a chef's hat represent a hundred ways to cook an egg yes that tall pleated white hat that chefs wear technically called a toque has a hundred folds for a reason according to reluctant gourmet the pleats used to signify a chef's level of experience like the number of ways he or she know knows or knew how to prepare eggs number two apple pie isn't actually american at all i already knew this fact the next time you call something as american as apple pie you might want to consider the fact that neither apple pies nor apples originally came from america apples are in fact native to asia and the first recorded recipe for apple pie was actually written in england excuse me what the Number three, the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland. So I'll take a moment and acknowledge that the national animal of Scotland is a fictional animal. Bitch, I'm trying to get drunk, 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 drunk. Touché, Scotland, touché. Or is that the Irish? I don't know. I think I cross-referenced them. <laughs> Number four, M stands for Mars and Murray. Boris Mars, son of the Mars Company founder, first spotted the British confection Smarties during the Spanish Civil War. Smarties are so delicious, and noticed that the candy shell prevented the chocolate from melting. He teamed up with Bruce Murray, son of Hershey Chocolates president, and the company later trademarked the "melts in your mouth, not in your hands" slogan. <laughs> and i can't not say that without thinking of a dirty joke number five facebook has more users than many major populations at 2.89 billion monthly users facebook overshadows china's 1.4 billion population and india's 1.3 billion respectively uh basically that's a lot of fucking people considering i am never on facebook that is amazing to me and i bet you those twitter numbers are off the chain number six if you drive south from detroit you'll hit canada head north from windsor ontario crossing the detroit river and you'll reach the good old us of a the question here is why the fuck would you be in detroit not today satan not today number seven about 700 grapes go into one bottle of wine so if you wanted to know how many licks it takes to get to the middle of a tootsie roll pop or how many grapes i have to get me some fermented wine 700 that's approximately 2.6 pounds which isn't that much if you're wondering how much quote-unquote fruit you get when you uncork your favorite red wine that is not fruit at all it's fermented it has now been turned into (laughs) a a different chemistry type where fruit is no longer part of the equation number eight fear of the number 13 is called they're really gonna do this to me trisk k Decaphobia. Try it quickly. phobia I actually think I got it. Irrationally scared of clowns. I'm not irrationally scared of clowns. Can anyone be irrationally scared of clowns? Like if I see that motherfucker and they start walking my way, I got something for them. What the fuck you doing here, nigga? Identify yourself, who the fuck are you? But I think that's a pretty rational reaction. No? You might have cholerophobia. Cholerophobia. What? Oh and free Gephrophobia. What what is the P doing with the H doing with the Y doing with the R? I'll spell it for you. G-E-P-H-Y-R-O phobia. Gaffrophobia is a fear of bridges. Now, are we talking overpasses? Because I can't stand being under an overpass. I was this last weekend, and it drove me nuts. That was like two minutes of I don't like this at all. Oh, that drives me insane! And all the traffic's driving up, and I'm just under, and it's dark. and I like it. Number nine, we're all stars. Also, a fact I already knew. Okay, technically, we're all made of star dust. But that's still pretty damn cool. Research found that humans in the galaxy share ninety-seven percent of the same kind of atoms. And At number ten, the way you eat Oreos says something about your personality. Kraft Foods once surveyed hundreds of Oreo eaters uh, and sussed it out. Biders are usually easygoing and self-confident while dunkers displayed more energetic and adventurous qualities twisters on the other hand are sensitive and trendy this entire survey is (laughs) biased and has no basis in science and what does it say about someone who doesn't like oreos wrap up with a little history so i came across an article uncovering the african presence in medieval europe by adam simmons and i wanted to discuss some parts in the article that i found particularly fascinating and that is going to be our topic for today the BBC is revising history to suit its own anti-white narrative, is how the article begins. So claimed a commenter at the right-wing website, Biased BBC, the object, object of their ire, the 2017 three-part BBC documentary of the Norman Conquest of England, 1066, A Year to Conquer england the reason for this critique is that in this series robert de beaumont one of william the conqueror's conqueror's main aides was played by an actor jotham Anan, who was black the historical robert was not of african descent but the bbc's portrayal raises a question were sub-saharan african people present in medieval europe despite their glaring absence from many histories both popular and academic they were as we've been stating over and over again and this is another article to emphasize that Uh, they came as traders as explorers explorers as warriors or for those we only know by the archaeological record for many reasons that we will never know one in particular came as a king robert de Clary was a french knight who was part of the ill-fated fourth crusade in his account of the crusade conquest of constantinople which he wrote around 1216 he offers a tantalizing account of the presence of africans in medieval europe from it we can begin to construct a wider picture when placed in context with other sources according to robert's account in 1203 the crusaders on the fourth crusade were in constantinople playing a part in a major imperial power struggle they had come there upon the request of alexios the fourth of angelos with the aim to restore his deposed father isaac ii of angelos to the throne ultimately resulting in both being jointly named as co-emperors while they were in the city they witnessed an unnamed nubian king as robert described End quote and while the barons were there at the palace a king came there whose skin was was all black and he had a cross in the middle of his forehead that had been made with the hot iron This king was living in a very rich abbey in the city in which the former emperor Alexios had commanded that he should be lodged and of which he was to be lord and owner as long as he wanted to stay there. Robert's description of the king having a branded cross on his forehead would have been true for a Nubian at that time, a practice that is still occasionally continued today among some communities this is a detail he was unlikely to have made up which means that it likely was true the author then goes in to discuss nubia and christianity which we have already gone on but that's pretty much how the trading began between the european nations and uh the african nations which were huge in resources and continue to be huge in resources that many european countries coveted and they didn't treat them like lower class citizens they very much recognized those of christian faith mind you but everyone had to be baptized to do business in the christian world um as as just as worthy as anyone else it's it's these european white european idealisms that began to become prominent around the the 16th 17th the more england started to become itself an empire that all of a sudden that history is being rewritten that tells this story that so many people are still struggling with that oh it was all of us we were the ones and that simply is not true history has been whitewashed not the other way around over most of the 1100 years span nubia was a christian kingdom it was officially christianized by byzantine missionaries in the 6th century it stood as one of the several black african christian cultures in the region until around the 8th century the nubian region consisted of three separate kingdoms nobadia makuria and alwa but at some point at the beginning of the 8th century makuria and annex Nobadia, leaving two kingdoms despite being one of the churches of the east uh, i.e non-european christians nubia and its neighbor ethiopia which we have already discussed as well are rarely mentioned in discussions of early christianity like they pretty much ignore the fact that the queen of shiva was black and that solomon in the bible was uh persian or of some islamic or muslim descent hey they love to just pretend as if that was not part of the christianity story as well um because it's in there they just automatically just imagine (laughs) tan white people Despite this, they stand alongside the Christian communities that existed in Syria, Armenia, Georgia, India, or even Egypt, and more, they existed not just as isolated churches, but as explicitly Christian kingdoms. Moses George in Constantinople brings us neatly back to the Christian Nubian king arriving in Constantinople. Robert never reveals his name, but Nubian documentary evidence surveyed by Giovanni Ruffini, suggests that it was possibly king moses george according to robert alexios was said to have given this king great honor emphasizing the prestige or his prestige when the emperor saw him coming he rose to meet him and he did great honor to him and the emperor asked the barons do you know said he who this man is not at all sire said the barons i faith said the emperor this is the king of nubia who is coming on pilgrimage to this city this story of the visit by king moses the george or king by king moses george <laughs> appears to not have been of much interest to other authors at the time despite appearing at the court of the emperor in constantinople not a single surviving visiting greek writer mentions the event this leads us to three possible conclusions either one there were other sources detailing this event but they have been lost to time which that's very fair (laughs) number two robert de clary invented the whole thing though there seems to be little reason why he might have or three this visit was not as weird for contemporaries to see as we seem to think those scholars who have addressed this event differ on which one of these interpretations is correct but my inclination is towards the third possibility firstly this is because constantinopians is that a word dude prided themselves on the ability to welcome many embassies and host many different cultures uh, including vikings for example ustathios ustathios that's his name archbishop of thesa loniki noted that they hosted ethiopians at the court of emperor manuel I in either 17 or i'm sorry 1173 or 1174 this ability was important to them further evidence of this is that an interpreter was seemingly readily available at the court which allowed the nubian king to communicate with his hosts going back to robert's uh his account here quote then they had an interpreter talk to him and ask him where his land was and he answered the interpreter in his own language that his land was a hundred days journey still beyond jerusalem and he had come from there to jerusalem on pilgrimage robert also made special note that the king was a christian and participating in one of the quintessential medieval christian activities which was pilgrimage in fact he was on pigment pilgrimage to end all pilgrimages he had already been to Jerusalem and made his way to Constantinople though apparently most of his retinue perished along the way after constant Constantinople which is not even called Constantinople anymore right uh what's it called now shit I'm not gonna remember in Inst- Istanbul no I feel like that's something else <laughs> it's not called that anymore uh the king had hoped to travel to rome and then to santiago de compostela before returning to jerusalem apparently he planned to die in jerusalem and he said that he wanted to go on pilgrimage to rome and from rome to saint james and then come back to jerusalem if he should live so long and then die there so i like this account that there are there is these ideas that people even africans as well could be just as eccentric (laughs) supposed to be a king take care of your peeps yeah you're supposed to be lording over your country but even a king i mean just think about it a king in another country what does that say about that country that means that country's secure if your king can leave that was the whole thing about peter the great when he went on his pilgrimage so to speak basically it's another word for opening yourself to other cultures and ideas that you can take back to your back to your communities back to your kingdom and start incorporating in there that's what many of them did they learned from each other uh and if they didn't then shit we'd all not be on the same page as we've kind of started to do in the the 20th century the gap between the rich and the poor the educated and not educated there should not be people in the world still not educated it seems crazy to me right we have so much now way more than we ever ever could contemplate where we didn't even have the the uh the luxury of allowing your child to go to school until they they can graduate go to college or whatever because at 13 someone's got to make another income because we need it it's too many mouths to feed and not enough money to feed them Uh, he concludes the article with the travels of king moses george only touches the surface of the african president's presence in medieval europe the absence of africans in many medieval sources does not necessarily mean that they were completely absent from society it instead reflects the interests and priorities of the authors greek sources may not mention the visit of the nubian king if it were not unusual europeans traveled to africa the reverse should be expected Africans should not just be associated with Islam or paganism or painted with the broad brush of the exotic other. Many were Christians and regularly interacted with Europeans or European Christians in the Holy Land and in Europe in a similar way to Robert and William in the BBC drama documentary. Some Africans and Europeans would have been companions, even friends. Most importantly, major European cities were never homogeneous a wide range of peoples of all shades were coming and going all the time that is also something that's completely forgotten i believe in society there's always going to be an ism to put in the place of differentiating people or things by culture by whatever the case because i think that's just a part of the human species uh what do we like to do war love death chaos uh, that, that that's just us We are what we are. It is our blessing and our curse. And thus, um that continuing strife is always gonna be there. But I do think it's not I think that we were closer together as people, and it's only as that it's only when the human species got to a comfortable enough spot where they can start making these huge, huge um distinctions between race and cultures uh particularly in the western world that we've forgotten that particular past or it's easier to forget that past and it's also taught to forget that past so i hope this was a good episode for you this week for the jones chronicles if you want to send feedback questions comments concerns whatever uh you can send it to dot com my one friend was like you shouldn't say i offer advice i can offer you advice i don't know if anyone would want to take advice from me but sure send it all blacker you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic